Our gospel lesson this morning is from Matthew, the 11th chapter. I will be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. Matthew says, When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come? Or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to you, Lord Christ. See, in our Gospel lesson this morning, we find John the Baptist locked up in prison. But even in prison, word of the wonders and signs that Jesus is doing is reaching John's ears. Not even the thick, Stone walls of a prison can stifle the good news. So when John the Baptist hears of these things, he sends his own disciples out to Jesus. And he asks them to ask Jesus, Are you the one? Are you the one we've been expecting? Are you the promised Messiah? Or are we still waiting? And so Jesus responds to John's questions brought to him. And he sends John's disciples back to him. And he tells them to tell John what's going on outside the prison walls. He says, tell him the blind see. The lame Walk. Lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. The wretched of the earth learn that God is on their side. And Jesus asked John and John's disciples, Is this what you were expecting? If so, then count yourselves most blessed.
As we are in the third Advent, the third Sunday of Advent this morning, as we have just lighted the Advent candle of joy, as we are just two short weeks from Christmas Day, I think it's prudent of us to pause for just a moment this morning and ask ourselves the very same question that Jesus posed to John the Baptist and his followers. Is this what you were expecting? Is this what I was expecting, you might say to yourself? Is this coming Jesus the Jesus I have been expecting? I think you'll find that how you answer that question can be most telling, most revealing. The answer to that question can be most revealing about what we think this season is really all about. It can reveal to us just where our heart is regarding this Advent season, this preparatory season. What is it all about to us? Is the coming Christmas celebration more than a cultural holiday to me? Is the Jesus in the manger scene right out front there, is that just a nice decoration to help me get into a holiday spirit? Or is it representative to me of the infinite God becoming the finite infant? Taking the form of a man so that God's plan of redemption for me might be fulfilled. Is this the Jesus that I am expecting? If it is, Jesus says that you can count yourself most blessed. If you are looking at the coming Jesus as the one who can do all those wonderful things reported to John the Baptist, the blind see, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, deaf hear, dead are raised, the wretched of the earth, learn that God is on their side. If the Jesus you are expecting can do those things, count yourself most blessed. See, the message here this morning is that we are to be like John. See, after John's disciples leave to report, Jesus goes on to tell the crowd that was there about John the Baptist. He asked them, what did you expect when you went out to the wilderness to see John? Did you expect a prophet? If so, you got that in John. But not just a prophet. But the best prophet you would ever hear. Why so? Jesus says, He is the prophet that Malachi announced when he wrote, I'm sending my prophet ahead of you to make the road smooth for you. 
He says, let me tell you what's going on here. No one in history surpasses John the baptizer. But in the kingdom he prepared for you, the lowliest person is ahead of him. For a long time now, people have tried to force themselves into God's kingdom. But if you read the books of the prophets and you look at God's law closely, you can see them all culminate in John the baptizer. All of them team up with John in preparing the way of the Messiah for the kingdom. And if we look at it in that way, then John the baptizer is the Elijah that we've all been expecting to arrive and introduce the Messiah. That's what Jesus is telling the people. They're looking for Elijah to come and announce to herald the Messiah. And Jesus is saying, John the baptizer, that's your guy. That's your sign. That's the one who is announcing the arrival of the Messiah. So if John the Baptist, hear me now, if John the, Bapti- if John the Baptizer was the messenger of the first advent of Jesus Christ, who then is the messenger for the second advent of Christ the King? Have you ever thought about that? If Jesus is coming again and there was someone to proclaim that he, he was coming, who was John the Baptist, for Jesus to come the first time as the baby in the manger, who then is proclaiming the coming, the advent of Christ the King? Who is calling people to repentance today? Who holds the responsibility to prepare the way of the Lord for His second coming? It's us. We're it. It's the church, the body of Christ. We have been given a mandate to prepare the way of the Lord. We are to be the voice that's crying out in the wilderness. And if we accept that, if we accept that we have the authority and responsibility, then we need to ask ourselves, are we fulfilling our responsibility? Are we effectively spreading the good news? Are we as the church... As individual Christians actively engaging the unchurched? Are we personally involved in the evangelical mission of the church? Do we regularly invite people to invite Jesus into their hearts? Are we planning on coming to Christmas Eve service, but not only that, extending the invitation to someone else so that their Christmas can have the same value and meaning as ours as believers. And if we turn our attention to current events, we can see that the world is in desperate need of Jesus. Do we agree on that? 
More than ever before, the world needs the church to stand up and be the church to the people in the world. We need to be the voice crying out in the wilderness because there is just far too much crying in the wilderness. Indeed, there's just too much that is wilderness, spiritual wilderness, spiritual desert. Bleak, empty, hopeless wilderness. And the only remedy for that is Jesus Christ. So if we can say that the Jesus we expect to see is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Messiah, Christ the King, then we can be like John the Baptist. And help prepare the way of the Lord. We can proclaim the truth of Emmanuel. God with us now. And we can proclaim the truth that Christ will return to claim his people and to be their king. This is the reason for our joy. That we look forward with expectant hearts for the coming king. Like Isaiah says, the authority rests upon his shoulders. And he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Is that the Jesus? That you are expecting. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.